What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art Dog, here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. Hey, 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 what do you say? How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Man, I gotta tell you. What? Wrestling has been on fire. It's been all right, I, I believe. You know, this guy. Some good. It's got the good, it's got the bad, too, Art. Don't act like it's all roses. This guy. It it's, is, it's got the good, it's got the bads too. Everything is looking up sunshine. What are you talking about? Not everything, Arch. Everything. What about retribution? Looking up sunshine. Yep. Shut up. See? T-bar? T-bar. Give me a break. Slapjack? And mace. How could you not love a guy named Slapjack? <laughs> Okay, so Retribution started off raw this week, and we got to see five of them. And we know who those five are, thanks to the terrible mask that they wear. I mean, they they, they revealed themselves. Basically. It's me, him, and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Dio Madden. Dio Madden. Shane Thorne. And Donovan And Donovan Dijakovic. Okay, so... I, I, I'm confused with what they're mad about, okay? They they say they don't like well, money. Well, Dominic Dijakovic. Let's not, let's not say that, you know, use his ring of honor name. Anyway, like I said, I'm, I'm confused with what they're mad about, okay? They they say that uh, everybody's greedy and whatnot, you know, they don't, then they're, they're motivated, uh, they're motivated by money. So does that mean they're working for free? No. Does this mean they're not getting paid? No, it means that you have to get into the system to kill it from the inside. Okay. It's the exact same thing basically the NWO did. They basically said, we don't work for WCW, but we got contracts with WCW. You know what I mean? It's, it makes no sense to me. They clearly work for the WWE, though, since they have contracts. It's basically the NWO all over again. Would just, but what I am intrigued at is there are a lot more members of Retribution. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they could start revealing a different person every time something happens. Oh Lord! Which which makes me intrigued. You know what I mean? It's not just the fact that you know he called up five NXT people to basically ruin them. To be honest with you, I'm not really feeling this group. That but. You were before they revealed who they were. I, I was not really feeling them then either, to be honest with you. I, 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 this group's kind of a, a miss for me. I don't think so. Don't think of you. I don't think... I, for one, one thing is they're making the Hurt Business look so much more legitimate. I, I love that about this angle is the fact that um, you can take these people who've been running rampant over the WWE through Raw and SmackDown. And then they get into it with the Hurt Business and it kind of stops them in their tracks. Which makes the Hurt Business looks very legitimate. It looks like a, a real threat. Yeah. You but, know what I mean? And another thing that I love about these guys is you never know how many members there actually are. And this could be a way for them to call up you know, multiple people... Anytime they choose, it could be someone for 205. It can be someone from NXT. It could be someone that's already there that's not getting the spotlight. 
Like you said, the diverse of and then they say, you know, the spotlight and everything, you know, we've been overlooked, et cetera, et cetera. But with the exception of Saint Thorn and 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 uh, Dio. Dio Madden. Dio Madden. The other ones are doing pretty good. You know, Miriam's Hitler strided NXT, you know, Dodger COVID. How? Miriam's lost all the title shots she's had. Okay, everybody give me a champion. She was building a name she for herself. Lost to Candace LeRae in the street fight. She was building a name for herself. What name? Mia Yim. A loser. Dog, you can't win everything, okay? She but you have some to, kind of big loser. But you have to win something. And when's the last match you remember Mia Yim winning that wasn't against a jobber? I don't exactly. Know why, but... So she has a, a legitimate gripe that she's been done wrong. Same thing with Dijakovic. What's the last match you remember him winning that wasn't against a jobber? Keith Lee maybe once or no, he got counted out. So they had like draws all the way up until Keith Lee beat him. Just because you're not winning matches does not mean you're you're down there bottom feeding art. It kind of does. They were doing all right for themselves. It kind of does mean. So you're telling me that you can lose Throughout your whole career and still be completely relevant. They weren't losing throughout their whole careers. In NXT, they were. I I'm mean, all right for you, you tell that to Barry Horowitz. One of the most famous jobbers ever. The Brooklyn Brawler is probably most famous jobber ever. But Barry Horowitz lost 100 matches in a row before he got one. They were doing okay. And he got that one win, and everybody's like, oh, my God. They're doing better. We're doing better than they are now. Huh? They got all these stupid names now. They just main evented Raw. So how are they doing better than they were before? Did they win that match? Nobody won it. Throwout match. Yeah, I'd rather be down there in NXT wrestling wrestling matches than being up there on or, Raw. And be in the main event. Matches. Throw out and being games. the main event. Don't act like they weren't main eventing stuff down there, Art. Or like, like they weren't having good they matches weren't. down there. They were having great matches down there, They though. weren't main eventing anything. So what? They were having good matches. It doesn't matter. Yes, it does. It does it not doesn't matter. How? You tell me how. Explain because to me how being a loser I'd rather have matters. good matches than... Come up there and main event a throwout match. That's not how the business works. When you're in the main event spot, you're the big money. You're the oh, big draw. I'm sure they're getting a lot of money because they, they main evented that throwout match. When you're the main event, you get more money. Yeah, okay. That's how the business works, I'm Gunner. Sure, I'm sure they made a lot of money off that throwout match. I'm sure they did. Yeah, they, they probably raked it in off that throwout I'm match. I'm sure they did. And they guess what? Them. Guess who's probably going to be the main event next week? And probably the week after that. And probably the week after that. Oh, this, this Retribution. This is not very good, Art. And you know it. I don't know why you're over there backing it. I mean, you're the same person that says that I love all the wax storylines. So just tag it to me. I don't care. I liked it, Lana and Lashley and Rusev. You did. And you, for some reason, you like this one. I do. I don't get it. Because it has infinite possibilities. Now, what Vince chooses to do with it, that's going to be his decision. But it does have infinite possibilities for this group. Period. You have actually more possibilities in this group than you have with any other faction. How many other factions is there? 
The Hurt Business, that's about it for factions, isn't it? At least on the main roster. I'm just saying, any other faction in recent history, period. There's more possibilities. Whether it's Nexus, whether it's DX, whether it's whoever. Oh, now come on the, now. The, or just because there's a lot of them doesn't, make the, doesn't mean they're a good faction. But it's not the point that there are a lot of them. It's the point that who's next? Personally, I don't care who's next. See, that's you, but I do. I do. I'd like to see someone that's been on the low totem pole be shot up like Austin Theory. Oh, yeah, they're all shot up now, Art. With their stupid names. Why well, do they do that every time they bring somebody up? Well, this is, this I, is think that's, I think that's your biggest gripe This right is now. the war records all over again. I they're going to have to change these names again. I think that's your biggest gripe is the names that they gave them. It's Slapjack. I mean, maybe, maybe I'd be able to take this more seriously if they didn't label them with these names, Art. Maybe so. I guess they're trying to give them, like, gang member names. Gang member names. Give me a break. I mean, come on. Slapjack. You, you, you got to think. You got, like, a 78-year-old white dude. Oh, like, here comes Slapjack. We're going to give you some tough gang names. What's a good gang name? H. Hunter, <laughs> what's a good gang name? I don't know, Vince Slapjack. You go give him Slapjack. That sounds like good shit. Slapjack. Give me a break. Give me something, Steph. T bar. <laughs> T bar. Oh my god. We're on a roll now. In my opinion, it kind of just create chaos for the sake of for the sake of chaos, Art. But that's what a lot of groups do. I mean, Sanity created chaos just for the sake of chaos, and we felt like that group could have really been something big. But of course, they got ruined as soon as they got pulled to the main roster. And it seems like a a habit of Vince and the creative team to kind of ruin people when they get to straight to the roster. This isn't any exception. I mean, I'm not what did you in this group? I am. I'm waiting to see who's next, who's going to come out next, what's the next person that's going to possibly reveal themselves or join or have been in the background cuz who's the leader of this group? It looks like Mia Yemish. She does she does a lot of the talking. But Mia Yim has the best mic skills out of everyone in that I'm ring. I'm sorry, Reckoning is is leader. Once again, Reckoning has better mic skills than everybody else in that ring. I mean, we've already said that. I mean, that she didn't really get to show off her mic skills in NXT. Yes, she did. Not, she, not for real. She did a lot of promos and skits. I mean, the, the other promos and the skits, but uh, how many of those actually... Stand out and make an impact with you. Just the one with Keith Lee and her doing the the Johnny Gargano dinner. Yeah, that one sticks out real it's hard. Not a lot. And the the promo she cut on Charlotte when Charlotte was champ. No, she uh, reckoning didn't really get to show off her promo work in NXT. Well, I feel like out of all of those people, she has the best mic skills out of everyone we've seen. We've never, I mean, Dio Madden probably has great mic skills because he's on comment. He's been on commentary. Yeah. You know, we ain't seen him since Brock. Dijakovic, we know, has terrible mic skills. Yeah. Shane Thorne, we know, has terrible mic skills. He doesn't really get to say anything, though. He didn't get to say anything when he was with TM61. 
Yeah, that's true. So we don't really know if his mic skills exist or not. Yeah. But we know that he's the smallest person in that group, and there are two girls in there. Yeah, and apparently he's not going to get to say anything here either because his mask covered his whole face. That's true. Like his, I, his was the only one that right. covered his whole well, face. Well, then how do we know there's Shane Thorne underneath there? We know. Uh, we know. Oh, we just know? No, we know. <laughs> we know. We all know. We've we've seen it. Speaking of Raw, why do we have to find new ways to muck things up? Ray and Seth have been going just just great, and for Pete's sake, why do they have to do the paternity test now and try to find ways to ruin it? Why? Once again, I don't think that they've ruined it. I think they've taken it to another level because everybody's kind of focused on the paternity test. But they're not focused on the attitude that Aaliyah had with Ray when she said he's she's just a kid that doesn't know our business, doesn't know anything. She's been in this business since she was born. She's been around wrestlers and in this business since she was born, and she took offense to that. And the fact that Seth pointed out that she tried to comfort Buddy Murphy... Yeah, I guess it could uh, be looking, this looking could, towards that. Yeah, this could angle off into her and Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins kind of meshing together. And you know how it is when one one person that's supposed to be on your team goes to the other side. Mm-hmm. Then you have, like, one at one, there's pretty much nothing you can do about it because she's a girl. So you have to bring in a girl to kind of get, get at her. I doubt that she's actually going to be wrestling matches. We don't her. know. I mean, I've, I've never heard of her having any kind of training. Neither have I. But we didn't know Dominic was doing the shit until well, he showed up and beat up Brock. Well, we'd heard Dominic. Is, uh, it's been kind of a, a floating rumor Dominic had been training and stuff. But I've never heard We've of that. We've also heard a lot of rumors about a lot of people training. But we've never seen any footage or video. Because we know the Rock Daughters in NXT, we haven't seen anything yet. I think she's having another surgery, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm just saying, we haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. Before any surgeries or any of that, she's been in NXT for almost a year. And we haven't seen or heard anything. How do we know Aaliyah doesn't have those skills too? And she's in there. And once you're in there, we don't give a damn if you're Vicky Guerrero. You're going to get slammed on your head. They don't care. The WWE is going to have you get hit. Yeah, well, you know, just, I guess, another faction, just another uh, part of this story that I got to wrap my head around. And I find it intriguing. Like, you guys... I'll give it a shot. You guys are kind of looking at the surface of the story. You're not looking in-depth into the story at what's really about to happen. Like I said, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, give it a shot and, you know, I'll wait to... uh, to see, you know, what happens. But if I'm right, I get to come on here and say, I told you so. Like you always do. Yeah, because I'm always right. I don't think that at all. Well, I'm, I'm right most of the time. I don't think that either. But it's okay because you've been right sometimes. Yeah. And then I get to come you on here and say, right I told before. you so. You have been right before. Yeah. I have came on here and ate crow before. <laughs> and I'll have another plate if it happens. But... I think you're going to be presently surprised. I hope so, because I don't want (coughs) you to take that turn to the South, because this has been one of my favorites 
since the pandemic started. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's definitely one of the highlights. Seven Ray have been awesome since the pandemic yeah, started. I think my favorite feud on Raw since the pandemic is Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton. I'd have to give it to Seth and Ray, especially after what happened last night, but we'll get into that. Yeah, uh, I think Drew and Randy have been going back and forth. Randy turning back into the legend killer because of Drew McIntyre, him taking out all these guys, uh, breaking Drew McIntyre's jaw, and Drew shows up the next week. Like, come on, WWE. Speaking of... Come on, WWE. Since we're on Raw... Nobody heals from a broken jaw in a week. Since we're on Raw, can I ask why Billy Kay and Peyton Royce are still walking around together? I mean, it's like a slap to the face, okay? You break them up, but they're still going to be around each other. Why do it? Because you broke up the tag team, but you can't break up the friendship. Well, That's then why the can't you just leave the tag team where it is? Art, I get, why? I get what you're saying because I totally agree with you. It's not that I disagree. I agree that the Iconics never deserve to be broken up. Not only that, they're one of the very few women tag teams that we have, especially established women tag teams. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? There's very few of them. There's and they just the love Iconics, they just love the Riot them. Squad, and Sasha and Bailey. That's it. And they've broken up Two the Iconics and Sasha and Bailey. And the Riot Squad just <laughs> got back together. Without the Riot Squad, we'd have no established, no women established tag women tag teams at all. I mean, Natty and Lana are trying, but you know, I guess... The boat? <laughs> the boat. <laughs> the boat. The boat. The boat. The best of all time. <laughs> the boat. The boating. <laughs> but yeah, they're trying. They're trying. They're trying. I guess I, I can That's take all you can give it to them. Though. That's all you can do. But the problem is, even with them trying as hard as they are, WWE squashing them. Yeah, I mean, they're squashing literally. Them. They're putting them up against Nia and Shayna, and they're getting squashed twice already. And Lana's been driven through that announce table twice. twice already. I mean... So you can't even take them seriously. Not at the moment. When they can't even give the champs a run for their money. Not even not even a run, just a, uh, an all a right competitive match. Ma- right. Yeah, not even, it, it wasn't even competitive. Huh. It was a competition between Nia and Shayna to see who can beat up Lana better. You know what I mean? So, as far as Peyton Royce and Billy Kay go, I would like for one of them to jump into the manager role, preferably Billy Kay, because Peyton Royce has the in-ring ability. Yeah, she does. She has the moveset. She has the charisma. But Billy has the mic skills, bro. I can't agree. I can't argue with you there. Billy is hilarious on the mic. So so I guess she just managed her then? I wouldn't say manage necessarily, but she can be in her corner. You know what I mean? Come on now. Tag team's broken up. They're broken up. They no, didn't do that with Bubba and that's Divine. The, but this is the thing. If you're going to break up a tag team, why not utilize one? If you're not going to pit them against each other, because mo- that's how most tag teams end up when, when you break them up. They end up going against each other. If you're not going to pit them against each other, pit them as friends trying to help 
one one another get to the top. I don't understand if they're still friends. Why can't they still team together? Because this, the tag makes they lost the match to stay a team. It said whichever person loses the team loses the match. Then they go their separate ways. No, then. they break up as a team. They should go their separate. They anyway, so I think that one of them can manage the other and help the other get the belt eventually. At least get up to a title shot. Because you remember when Peyton Royce, what, were both of them in that Fatal 4-Way? No, it was just Peyton. Peyton, it felt like she could win that belt then. Wait, they were both in one Fatal 4-Way and then there was another Fatal 4-Way where it was just Peyton. That was the one where Asuka dropped the title and then they and then vacated it. That was the one where it was just Peyton. Well, wasn't it Peyton? It was Peyton, Nikki, Billy, Nikki, and Asuka in one match. And then, and then just Peyton in another when Asuka dropped the title. I mean, I'm not denying Peyton Royce's skills in the ring. And our Billy Kay's Mike skills. I just feel that if, you know, you're going to separate them, then they should be separated. No, I don't think that way. I think that there's possibilities. I've literally never seen line. this before. Where you, you you break up a tag team, but that's just so one can manage the other. Um, No. So, in, there's a first time for everything. And in WWE's dying women's tag team division, they need them together as a team more than, than they need them apart. Because but, at this time... But like I said, as far as the women's tag team goes, you can almost throw any two girls together. But they won't be, the, but they won't be as good as they were together. And at this time... Uh, as talented as Peyton Royce is, I cannot see her getting anywhere near that Raw Women's title. If Selena Vega can do it, she can do it. Selena Vega got smashed last night. But I'm saying, if Selena Vega could get a title shot, at least Peyton Royce could put up a, get a title shot and put up a better match than that. Yeah. That's facts. Well, there's there's a difference between getting about. a title shot and being near the top but of the Peyton's mountain. But Peyton's had two of them. In NXT. So what's to say that she's not good enough to get up there again? Who's to say Billy Kay's not good enough to get up there again? I'm just saying that I don't think Billy Kay has a, a wide range of move sets in order to have a lengthy title match. I think Peyton Royce does, though. Yeah, and to be completely honest, you know, it is kind of shallow on the Raw Women's uh, Championship side. Selena Vega? Is getting the title shot. I can't believe he gave up two belts of banks for this crap. I would have much rather had Sasha and Bailey running the whole game. That we should have stuck with that for a little while longer, babe. We could have waited for this for this feud that they got going on. Hey. Either way, but I feel like shit's been on fire. Yeah. I mean, that's just how it how it is. You, right, you want to I mean? talk NXT? Sure. Uh, uh, first off. Let's talk about Damian Priest. You said you love him right now. Well, I like Damian Priest. You know, I feel like they're building him the right way. You know, the whole mid-card title thing. And I feel like he's got some momentum behind him. And I've honestly never seen the loner ladies man thing before. You know, I, I'm enjoying this. 
Yeah, I like Damian Priest. I think that he's good. I think he's good on the mic. I think he's dope, but it's it's something right now that's just not clicking. I think it's his opponents. I was about to say, give him the give him the right opponents and he'll shine better. I think Johnny's yeah. uh the right opponent for him. Yeah, because Timothy Thatcher ain't it. Yeah, I don't really like Timothy Thatcher that much. Not to say that he couldn't be something, but I really am not a fan of his style. Yeah. I like the shoot fighter style too. Uh, Cause Shayna Baszler uses it. Pete Dunne uses it. You know the kind of brutal and maim, the right. body target, the limb targeting. Right. But I think it's just you know to me anyway. It's more boring whenever he does it. You know, it's like Shayna and Pete. They find ways to make it interesting. Right. You know, like they will literally. Try to rip off an appendage. Right, like a finger. Right. They'll just target a finger. Timothy the Thatcher doesn't really do that, you know? He's he doesn't make like it look as brutal. Submission on the neck, submission on the leg, submission on the arm, submission. Right. Like, he's not targeting a certain spot. He's just rolling into all these submissions that he can find. Yeah. But, I mean. But it's they call whatever. him Johnny Takeover for a reason. It's not because he wins all his takeover matches. It's because he has the best matches. Right, and I think that there's a uh, that that'll be a good match for Priest. You know, I personally would not mind seeing them both have titles. It's just I don't want to take the, the title off Priest this early. I am hopeful that the Garganos both can win titles. I would not mind seeing Candice LeRae take the title off Io Shirai. I wouldn't mind seeing Gargano take the title off of Damian Priest either. It's too and early. And he'd be the first two-time NXT North American champion. It's too early, dog. We know. Would he? Yeah, I think. I think so. Yeah, Cole, Ricochet, Gargano, Dream, Dream, Roddy, and Keith Lee, and then and then Priest. I think so. Yeah. But anyway, as I said, uh, Johnny Gargano does not have the greatest track record with title defenses in NXT. You know, he'll get the title, but he'll have it for like 28 days or something. That's and true. I don't want to see another one of those. So if we're going to give it to him, Hotel Gash should give him a reign with it. But he hasn't had a persona like this. Yeah, that's true. And him and Candice LeRae can cut some Awesome promos at the dinner table with both belts. I mean, he was he was great when he was the face of NXT, though. Like, that's when he was the hottest, hottest. In well, my opinion. you know, I'm a huge fan of Johnny Gargano. Yeah. He's like, to me, Shawn Michaels 2.0. In my opinion, Johnny Gargano is one of the best wrestlers they have down there. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is, he's never really had um, leeway to be... Because he's been a bad guy before, but he's never had this type of leeway to be like an annoying, happy bad guy. Right, which he is right now. And like I said, you know, I think it'd be cool to see them both for titles. I would love to see that. Not right now for the North America title. Priest just got it. But uh, let's jump into uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Beating the hell out of Jake Atlas. I mean, Tommaso's got some some uh, tough guy ground makeup for what happened with him and Kerry Cross. Yeah. So you know, I'm not surprised to see him smashing through people. Right. right He's now. taking it to the next level, and not just that. Um, 
I think he kind of made people notice Jake Atlas a little bit. You know what I mean? Because I noticed him during the Cruiserweight tournament. Mm-hmm. I love his rainbow DDT that he has, right. that cartwheel off the top rope. But um, Tommaso Ciampa does have a lot of ground to make up because after what Karrion Cross did to him and with Karrion Cross being out, you know what I mean, it kind of puts Ciampa down mm-hmm. below kind of like the Damian Priests and the John I wouldn't say that, you know. I don't see him. I mean, the only thing I can say is with this hot streak that he's got, attacking people and things that he's doing, I can see him going after Finn Balor. Yeah, I can see that too. You know, whenever he's done with Kyle O'Reilly though, which is another point that I wanted to bring up because, you know, even in Ring of Honor, Tyler Riley was primarily, at least when we watched him, he was a tag team wrestler. And then they bring him here to NXT, and he's in another stable. And in that stable, he's primarily a tag team wrestler. And now he's going to get a shot at Finn Balor. Like, I'm pretty excited to see what Kyle O'Reilly can do on a singles run. First off, don't disrespect Kyle O'Reilly I'm by not forgetting anybody. by forgetting that he was Ring of Honor champion. Yeah, he was Ring of Honor champion for a little while. That's a solo run. Didn't last very long though. Doesn't matter. That's a solo run. He's been a solo champion a couple of times. Bobby Fish was also a television TV champion. TV, yeah. And I loved watching what was it? The Fish Bowl. The Fish Tank. Fish Tank. <laughs> The fifth thing. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. All right? I I'm said primarily. Saying, I'm just saying. We know that Kyle O'Reilly can have championship caliber matches. Mm-hmm. I've just never thought that him and Finn Balor would cross paths with the title on the line. I didn't think so either. You know, which is why I also think that O'Reilly's getting ready to lead the Undisputed Era. You know? I, if now he that loses, I can't see. If he loses, then, you know, maybe it'll be like, all right, you failed us, get out. You know, and if he wins, you know, maybe they'll, they'll evolution the game. You know? Doing them like Trip did yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah, Trip did Randy Orton. But, you know, if he loses, I can see them kicking him out because, you know, they have kind of had a little bit of a rift between them and Kyle O'Reilly lately, haven't they? Not that I can remember. I thought the kind of rift was between uh, them and Roderick Strong with the Dexter Loomis stuff. I mean, I can't remember exactly what happened, but like a few weeks ago, they do something, and then Kyle kind of does... you know, like against what they do. I can't remember exactly what happened. I don't I don't I can't remember that either. I could swear though. You know, but anyway. Well, let's not get into stuff we don't know about. Yeah, alright. But anyway, as I said, you know, I could see them uh splitting up, you know, Kyle Riley getting moved out of the uh, Undisputed Era. Off I, of I can't see it. I can't see it. I feel like even if they were to move someone up, they move up the whole group. Yeah, you know, I think if Cole's gone, they're all gone. It's just that, like I said, uh, you know, with this title match and everything, if they were going to do something with Kyle O'Reilly getting moved out, I think that uh, now would be the time with this title match. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. But, I mean, you can have high hopes always. All right. I just don't see it happening. All right. So, uh, you want to talk about this pay-per-view? Hell yeah. All right. 
Started off with the, the Intercontinental title triple threat match, ladder match, which was amazing. Really liked this match. First off, this pay-per-view was fucking amazing. I, I know the haters are going to come out the woodworks and always talk shit, but this was one of my favorite pay-per-views of the year. Other than the Royal Rumble, this is probably my favorite pay-per-view of the year. Um, This ladder match was fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was. Not just the, the thing, because it looked like they were hurting each other for real. Mm-hmm. That's how amazing it was was I it was several points in the match where I was like damn he's hurt no he's damn not. he's hurt no he's not damn he's hurt no he's not <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> they were like Jeff getting thrown over the rope on the ladder mm. like he was Sammy was lifting the ladder up and he starts climbing down it face down and he just throws the ladder into the corner and over the rope yeah and another really big spot was uh, the ladder bridge spot where you know Jeff's on top of the ladder and Sammy's on the the, the bridge ladder that's bridge between the oh the swanton on the outside. Yeah. It was the same scene from like WrestleMania uh, 2017. Yeah, but the thing of it is that you <coughs> he know, took all that. He did, and you know, in uh, five minutes after Jeff Hardy's still on his feet trying to climb the ladder. I'm no, like, he's geez. he's hitting. He's hitting AJ with another ladder. Right. You know, it was like, this no, man the, really is indestructible. When I thought Jeff was hurt was when he had the ladder upside down and he jumps at AJ and lands in the middle of it and breaks it across his ribs. Like, I thought, I'm like, oh, that man has got a cut up under that shirt. This man is indestructible. He he definitely is. I mean, I I think that they're lying to us and that's that's Dewey Foley. <laughs> I mean They're lying to us I, Jeff Hardy is Mick Foley's son I've never really been Well I'm not that big of a Jeff Hardy fan right now But I've I will ne- never in my life Take away what he's given to this business I've never been that big of a Jeff Hardy like, fan He literally gave his body to this business Yeah I've never been that big of a Jeff Hardy fan But I can like some of Jeff Hardy's, the matches that Jeff Hardy were in are some of my favorites of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I bring it up all the time. The ladder match. No Mercy. Jeff Hardy. Matt Hardy. Edge and Christian. The TIT. Terry Invitational Tournament. Mm. Best ladder match of all time. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how much the ladder match has progressed since then. That was the bar. And they set the bar so high that I don't think anybody's really been able to top it. I, I mean, mean I think a lot they, of people say they do, right? But if know. if you just the if the original could stand up to what they're doing now, twenty something years later, it's got to be the greatest ladder match of all time. Yeah, it was a good one. It was a good one. Yeah, I think that uh, you know they also elevated the ladder match with the TLC matches it, though. Yeah, but. That was the first tag team ladder match. Right. And they set the bar so high. Oh, you know, it's not even really about reaching the bar. They became, they set. no, it's they became about, stars overnight. 
It's not even uh, the TLC match didn't really, you know, in my opinion, didn't uh, reach the bar they set. It kind of made a new one. It did. You know, it it definitely did. Revolutionized the ladder match. Not, I mean, they have a whole pay per view dedicated to TLC now. But I'm just saying, when when you talk about that match right there, that match was the setup for everything in the future. Not only did they get a standing ovation that night, they got a standing ovation the next night. The boys in the back gave them a standing ovation. Like, they became stars overnight. Yeah, And true. each one of them have had a championship reign. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, not Matt Hardy. Matt was ECW champion. Yeah, that's true, but so was Christian. And I've also I've always considered uh, Matt Hardy to be the better Hardy between him and Jeff. Let's not get into that <laughs> because you know that that can go on for a long time. All right, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, that another, match was incredible. Really, no, uh, Sami Zayn is brilliant. I mean, it's smart as hell. I mean. He literally handcuffed the people to the ladders. Like Sami Zayn is fucking brilliant. He literally handcuffed one of Jeff Hardy's ears to a ladder. He handcuffed my man's ear to a ladder. Handcuffed himself to AJ Styles so he couldn't without without him. (laughs) You're not going anywhere without me. Pull the key out of his mouth and handcuffs AJ to the ladder. Brilliant. I mean, I definitely think the right person won the match. That is the most creative finish to a ladder match that we've seen yet. I've I've never seen one uh, more creative than that. And I definitely think the right person won the match. You know, Sam, I think Sammy needed the inter, needs the Intercontinental title to you know give him reestablish himself. Right, give him some kind of a uh, credibility, as they say. You know, because as I said, he has great matches. You know, but he's never really, you know, had championships in the WWE except for the NXT title. Right. Which he held for, like, another one of those short reigns. Until quarantine. Lost it? No, I mean, the NXT title. Oh, yeah, yeah. 2014. Oh, yeah, he lost in his first title defense against Kevin Owens. his first title defense. I think that uh, him winning this Intercontinental title will, you know, kind of give him the credibility. I just hope that they let him wrestle. You know, because you forget how great he is. You know, and I get that he's a heel and he's supposed to slow things down. Yeah. But even heels don't act like they're not wrestlers, though. Like, they got to the point that where they treat him like he's a manager and not a wrestler. In yeah, ring. keep calling him the great liberator. Where he's running away and, you know, just running throwing behind punches uh, every so often. You yeah. know, he's not even really doing moves, you know. Boy, shout out to day. the hell of a kick. Yeah, that's great. Y'all think y'all slick calling it the Huluva kick. Oh, it's the hell no, of a kick. that's the hell of a kick. <laughs> uh, yeah, but great. amazing. I love that. Um, Oscar and Selena Vega had a match. Not very good. Not very good. But I got to give um, Selena her... Um, I got to give Selena her credit. Man, she came out there. She tried to do... You know, she tried to have a championship caliber match. I don't want to say it, but I have to. She's so small that it doesn't look believable. 
I mean, it doesn't look believable because she does. She's had one, two matches on the main roster. That's probably what it is. I think and, if they gave her more matches mm-hmm. or gave her some wins over mm-hmm. some credible people, then maybe it'd start getting believable. Because Alexa Bliss is very small too. And to think that she went in there and did not get squashed, right? Kind of looks bad on Asuka. You know, like, yeah. why is it taking you so long? She's had two matches on her main roster. That's true. You know? That's true. It this doesn't make It doesn't make Asuka look like a dominant champion the way that they try to push her off to be. Exactly. Yeah, that kind of made me mad. But, yeah, she submitted Selena, and Selena actually attacked her after the match. Right, she got her little licks in after the match. <laughs> that was pretty good. I mean, I did like the fact that Selena basically just told us, this ain't over, bitch. Yeah, this ain't over. You know what I mean? So, um, I'm kind of happy about that. I just need them to give her some more matches so we can start to believe that she can actually beat people. Yeah, because she used to wrestle on Impact. I remember watching her there. You know, she had matches there. Yeah, so we know that she can do it. Just yeah. WWE, open up the gates, let her in. Well, she was a manager before this. I know. I, I, under, I understand that. But if they're going to have her wrestle for titles, have her beat some people first. Didn't she beat Mickey James on Raw this week? I mean, but it was, it was a sly victory. You know what I mean? One of those roll-up type shits. Yeah. She didn't knock her out or have some type of great finish or, you know, so we don't even know what she uses. Yeah. Okay, well, speaking of her, there was uh, Andrade and Garza and the Street Profits, they were next. Which was a great match to me. Yeah, it was a good match, Until Angel Garza got hurt. Yeah. And, you know, this was a pretty, this was, in my opinion, this was kind of going to be a telling match for Andrade and Garza to see if, you know, they can cooperate without her. And they did. Yeah. And... You know, I guess it depends on how uh, injured uh, Angel Garza is. Because if Andrade is by himself again, well, hell, let's be, yeah, by himself again, I don't know how well he'll fare. You know? I could, yeah, I don't see, like, I don't see anywhere that he can jump in right he now. He would have been great with, you know, when they didn't strike when the iron's hot. Because he would have been great if they would have uh, did the big push when he was still with Zelina. But they didn't. You know, that's true. Not just that, uh, Andrade's kind of had some pushes here and there, yeah. And people have kind of just brushed it off a little bit because he is a United States champion, former United States champion. You know what I mean? He's he's done his thing, yeah. It's just that people weren't taking notice like they should have, and I feel like um, he he needs Salida Vega because his accent is so thick. Yeah. And Selena, Selena does. She could talk for him. Yeah, she could do the talking for him. But at the same time, Andrade doesn't have to say a word. He doesn't need to speak. He's so fucking talented. I mean, yeah, he is uh, an in-ring general. He's pretty great in there. He's a fucking genius in there. Yeah. But He's we say it awesome. all the time. You're not gonna make it. A, we're not. You're not gonna make it without saying anything. But you can tell in this match with the Street Profits that they had to end it quickly because yeah. Andrade kicked out of this spine buster and the ref 
called it a three count right. anyway. Cause they thought, I don't think Andrade knew right, that Garza was hurt. hurt. Right. Yeah. I don't think Dawkins knew either because the look on his face was that Andrade kicked out. I, uh, I've heard around that it was uh, an ACL tear or something like that. That's or a quad tear. But I've also heard that it's, uh, it's not as good, it's not as bad as they thought it was. I would hope you not. Know? I, I think there was, uh, I think uh, the word around the internet is it was his hip. You know, that's the word we got this morning. Well, I hope, I hope that he's okay. Yeah, I hope he's all right. And, um, I mean, I don't, I don't want to take the titles off the Street Profits, but... I don't want them to nobody to be hurt or anything. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. Said, I hope I hope you're and, okay. And and like we said, the raw tag team division is very shallow on the women's side and on the men's side. So right. we don't even know who their next challengers will be. And hopefully, I pray to God it's not the War Raiders. I'm anymore. hoping for the hurt business. That's what I'm hoping for. I would love that. Yeah, let them let them have it. At I would love that. Go ahead, throw Shelton and motherfucking uh, Cedric Alexander together, mm-hmm. and let them. Bring the titles to the Hurt Business. That would do so much more for them. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, or, you know, I kind of like Dom and uh, Umberto Carrillo together. You know, I no. think that they could do some stuff. No. I mean, we just see bodies right now, Art. No, I don't, I don't like them as a team. I don't like... I'd rather see Dom and Ray as a team. Because we've never had a father-son tag team champion duo. Yeah, that's true. That'd be dope. That'd be real dope. I mean, they missed the bar with with Dusty and Dustin. You know what I'm saying? They missed the bar with Chavo and Chavo. Chavo Senior. Yeah, they, yeah, you know what I'm saying? We've had father-son duos a lot of times. You just never had them as tag champs. Boom. We've never had them as a tag team. All right, so the next match was Bailey, And it was supposed to be Nikki Cross, but uh, she got pulled... And, and we don't Jax, know why. And, uh, and Nia Jax and Shane Baszler, their match got pulled. Like I said, we don't know what happened, but those matches didn't happen. So Bailey comes out there, and she says, you know. Just name me champ. Anybody can have a shot. Anybody back there. Ding dong. Hello. Anybody she, back there. And then she tries to and get then out. And she's like, all right, nobody came. And she's like, name me champ. And then the music hits. I almost flipped a table. And it's freaking Oscar getting Lord another title shot at another championship while already holding one. I'm telling you right now, and I do not say this is Jess. If she would have unified them titles last night, you'd be calling in the show by yourself because I would have given up on modern wrestling. <laughs> I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> what are you sick of? God, man. I'm so... You're sick of there Oscar. There is a line of SmackDown women back there. Why is she the only person that looks like she could give Bailey a fight? Why? No, my whole thing is what you said the first time. There's a line of SmackDown women. Why are they giving a title shot to a person on Raw? The champion of Raw. The champion on Raw. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. This would have been the opportunity to reveal whoever the girl is that they keep showing, which we all think is Carmella. This would have been an opportunity for Naomi, Lacey Evans, uh... Fucking, like, they're a group of Dana Brooke, Alexa Bliss, 
And I love the new Alexa Bliss character. Right. I, I would have been happy to see her. But no. For some freaking reason, they have to pull Oscar back out there. God! That, that is very upsetting. It's annoying as hell. But the good thing is, Oscar, of course, did not win. Not only that, Bailey just got herself disqualified. Like, yep. fuck it. And then she walked right into a big kick. A big chair shot. She right. got a chair shot. Uh, well, either way, big yeah. shot from Miss Sasha She had Sasha back turn saying, I'm the champ. And Sasha comes behind her and bang! Boom! Hits her I'm with the chair. I'm telling you, dog, her days as champion are numbered. She's going to lose that neck brace. Hell in the cell. It's happening. Well, Get guess your what? affairs in order. It's happening. I'm going to tell you this. If it does happen at Hell in the Cell, Bailey would have already been champ for a year by that time. She's at 349 days now. And, and Hell in the Cell is October 25th. That's not 360. Is it 360? Yes, it is. It might be 365. It definitely is. Fine, baby gets its freaking bottle art. Congratulations. It definitely is. Congratulations. She's going to get her year-long reign, but it's not about her right now. Yes, it is. It's always about her. finally in line. The stars are finally the stars are finally in line. It is Sasha Banks' time art. Everything is falling in order. There's a feud. There's a women's champion. We need to get the belt off of. It's happening. We don't need to we get need the belt to get off, the of belt off of her. So, She's Banks. beaten everybody else, Art. So? So, Sasha Banks is one person. She's not beaten in a singles match. She's not going to. She beat her twice. You like to bring up these damn NXT matches and stuff. Art, Those like are the only ones they had. Like they just happened yesterday or something. Like people don't grow. People don't progress in their careers over four years, five years, six years, Art. Sasha doesn't have the best Hell in the Cell track record, bro. So what, Art? This is not a statistics game, Art. Sasha's got a job. You love to bring up people's track record. So what? You love to bring up people's track record. Well, the stars weren't aligned like they are now, Art. It's the hell they weren't with Becky. What? We knew they were going to take the title off Becky. They, we definitely thought they were going to take the title off of Becky. I definitely I didn't thought think they so. were going to take the title off of Becky. It was way past WrestleMania. We were tired of her being double champ anyway. She, she had already lost the first belt, and I was just waiting on her to lose the second one. Well, apparently they didn't, so Sasha And when Sasha came then. back... I just knew that that was what was up. And Bailey turned on her too. Bailey turned on Becky. Well, the, if they needed her, they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't do it because this she was just, she was moving the smackdown on. That all the stars were aligned, Maddie. No, they were everything was, she was coming together. She had Everything was just right there. They were moving her to SmackDown. Our, the stars were not aligned, but they're aligned right now. Everything's in place. All the boxes have been checked. Everything's in order. It is happening. Except for one thing. It's she's happening. going against the one person that she's never beat. She's going to beat her. Art. It's happening. Get over it. We said the same thing when Brock and Taker fought. It's happening, Art. Get and over guess it. guess what? We lost our souls that day. Well, I'm not going to lose mine because Sasha makes it take Because all the stars over. were aligned and Brock was finally going to get beat by Taker because nobody beats Taker at WrestleMania. I was too confident. You left the house. Like, I would just go to the store and this man, you come back. 
You got people and I turn to the screen the and it says 21 and 1. <laughs> and I just so, dropped to the floor. You were so confident you left. Like, oh, this, this, this is a throwaway match, man. All this the stars were aligned, and here we go again. It's not the same thing, Arch. It's it's happening. It's going to happen. Get over it. Sasha Banks is finally I going want to get her done. Matt, I want Sasha to win. No, you don't. I do. The only reason I don't want her to win is so I can see your face when yeah, she of does course. <laughs> But I want her to win. I've always wanted Sasha to win. She's the only black member of the Horsewomen. And she's going to get hers. I want her to win. She's going to get hers. It's been a long time coming, too. I don't want to hear no one title defense. I don't want to hear no We've 30 days. We've all known for a long time. That Sasha is the second best wrestler on the planet. It's happening, Art. It's happening. She's finally going to get hers, and I cannot wait to see it. It's, I I hope that you I hope that you get what you're looking for, because I'm gonna get what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you 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 just so happy about that. I'm gonna get what I'm looking for. I, <laughs> I am. I'm getting. I'm getting mine. I'm just. I'm gonna get what I'm looking for. <laughs> so, so I don't have to worry. Well, anymore. I'm gonna get mine too. <laughs> but you didn't say it like I did, cause I'm confident. I'm gonna get mine. Mine is already coming to fruition. Oh, that's funny. You can believe that. That's funny. I'm that, gonna get mine. Hey. <laughs> that. It's not a prediction. That's, That's a spoiler. That's funny. That's a spoiler. But anyways, uh, next match was uh, Randy and Drew McIntyre, the ambulance match. Fucking awesome. I hated this match. I loved it. I did not like this match very much. I think it's because I prefer actual wrestling matches and not fights. I'm going to tell you what made this match so fucking awesome. If you say it's because of all the interference, I'm going to leave this room. That was one thing that made it not believable that Drew won. See, the one thing is, it took four people to fucking beat Randy Orton. God, man. I, I, why did they all have to come back now? Four people, though. I'm yeah. saying, Big Show interfered. That, that could have been the end. Christian interfered. That could have been the end. Once that sweet chin music hit, all you had to do was fucking put him in the ambulance. No, right? But what happened? He got RKO'd. <laughs> he gets back up and he's still fighting. No, he picked him up to carry him to the ambulance. Mm -hmm. Randy popped off his shoulder and RKO'd him. Right. right. Like, but all, all the brutality, bro, that's what made this match incredible. Him kicking off the ambulance door. Who the fuck kicks a car door off the hinges? Him getting dropped on his back on the windshield. Yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty brutal. Bloody bro, his back was fucked after that. Yeah, and 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 Randy uh made a statement. Drew punt kicks Randy at the end. The punt kick, the claymores, the RKO's, the. The choke slam through the table. The sweet chin music off the top of the ambulance. I just feel, like I said, I just, I just probably, I just probably think it would have been a better match was actual wrestling match. Oh, bro, this was great to I me. I don't like the whole street fights all over the building thing. This was great to me. It had so many spots and so many times again where I was like, oh, he's hurt. No, he's not. 
Oh, he's hurt. No, he's not. And personally, I think all the interference kind of took away from it because, as you said, it took four people to beat him. So and now then, he's got a legitimate gripe to get another title shot. And then at the end, you just see Rick driving the ambulance off. <laughs> Where did he come from? And Rick's driving him to the hospital now. <laughs> well, you know, everybody that Randy took out over the past few months came back and paid him back one. Right. Big Show paid him back, Christian paid him back, Randy paid him back, and Rick finished it. Yeah, try with him to the hospital. I'll be careful not to break the speed limit. Woo! <laughs> all right, no, it's but yeah, I, felt, I felt like that match was great. I thought it was all right. I, I, I think that they can do one more. It's main event time, Archie. This was... Some of the best storytelling in a match. Love this match. Roman and Jey Uso. My God, bro. Uso in the main event for one. Big ups to the motherfucking Samoan dynasty. Because yeah. Roman right now just elevated Uso to the main event. I can remember watching uh, Jimmy Uso wrestle at a live show. And he's fucking having a dance contest with Heath Slater and the referee. Stupid shit. Now they're in the fucking main event, bro. I mean, Roman Reigns could not look more dominating if he tried. Like, this tribal chief character is amazing. The he head of the table. Unstoppable. Because, you know, it was it was pretty one-sided, to be completely honest with I you. I mean, Jay had his spots. Jay got his spots off. Because once when he hit... It was a couple spots, actually. The first spot for me was when he hit, like, the super kick when Roman was on his knees. Mm. That three count was so close. Yeah, it was close. I can say, but uh, it was the, most of the match was Roman beating down Jey Uso. And talking, talking to him. Talking to him the whole time. Uh, I'm mad at the table. Talking to him. Call me the chief. This, this the ass whooping I was talking about. I told you, just take the payday. I told you, take the payday, lay down, like, you're going to be good. Was, that was storytelling at its finest. <coughs> it really was. And Roman said it in a tweet. He said, if you want a fast food storyline, everybody wants their storylines to happen now, 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 now. He said, man, we cooking steaks over here. They are. They're definitely cooking steaks. He said, so if you want fast food, go watch Raw. Right. On SmackDown, we making filet mignon, baby. That is awesome. And they definitely got filet last night because hey, that match was great. That Not only was it that good, but you remember that moment in Rocky? Yeah, that's what people were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and we get to Rocky Four all day. You know, because that's how the match ended. Jimmy Uso comes out with the towel. He's getting ready to throw it in. Jay's like, don't no, throw the towel don't in. Don't throw in the towel, bro. Like, He's like, man, in. forget him. I'm throwing it in. <laughs> He say, forget him. And then, and then I'm pretty sure everybody at home who's seen Rocky Force yelling at the top of the lungs, throw the damn down! <laughs> throw the damn down! <laughs> and then, and then Jay, uh, Jimmy throws in the towel and it gets in there and you know, kind of uh, protects him from uh, from Roman, who's still coming at him at this point. You, yeah, he's you still the tribal chief, Oof. He said, is that what you wanted you to hear? You the tribal chief, you the tribal chief, Oof. He like, is that, you, is that you what made? you wanted to hear? Like, this family, what is you doing? You and, out of the and table? The, and the biggest thing about that was, if he was willing to do this to his own people. Can you imagine what he'll do to somebody he does not love? To somebody that he don't like. Right. Bro, 
forget the love. This was somebody that he loved. Roman and he looks, beat him to a pulp. Roman looks damn dominating right now, and it's awesome. And he stood over him and told him, just call me your tribal chief, and, I, and it'll all stop right now. Mm-hmm. He's like, not today. Not today, Oos. And he's pointing at the camera. Tell, tell all these people, I'm your tribal chief. Acknowledge me to all these people. And he turned his face towards the camera. And he took his lay. Damn. And he took his leg. Right, he's wearing his flower necklace. Yeah, he took his leg. That's what they call uh, the leg. That was that was awesome. Took his leg. Made Paul right Heyman now. put it on him. Paul Heyman's like, "You the chief? Just let him go." <laughs> he's like, "I don't want you to tell me. I want him to tell." That, that, that was that was a shining moment right there, man. Props to the WWE for that one. Not just that, people been giving Roman a lot of shit about. It's not going to work whether he face or whether he heal. I've liked Roman throughout his whole stint. And he kind of, he grew on me as a face, you know, a few years ago. And I've, I haven't had a problem with him for a while. I've loved Roman Reigns since the Shield moments. Yeah. Since way back when. Like, I keep telling you one of my favorite matches of all time was the Wyatts versus the Shield. Right. Because that match was just, it was just two dominant forces just built. Two and you never knew who was gonna win. Two of the dominant, two of the most dominant, dominant forces, forces in WWE of this decade. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite matches of all time. But this Roman right here, this Roman right here, he trumps everything, man. I'm I don't see you. nobody taking the title nobody. off no time soon. Otis better stay back there and play with his little money in the bank lunchbox. Uh, he no. don't want none of that. Miz got a lawsuit for that. <laughs> You finna get that up. Well, the, the man's better stay back there and play with Otis's money in the bank. <laughs> he don't want none of this either. I think they're going to end up having a match for that money in the bank. He, and he I think uh, Otis is going to lose it. He don't want none of this, man. I don't know. I think they're going to Kennedy him. I don't know who wants these problems on SmackDown right now. Because they they I can only see problems. I can only see two people facing them right now. The Fiend and Braun Strowman. That's it. Strowman's on Raw. Running around in no, underground stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. And then I think they're finna fuck up every storyline because I love this Alexa Bliss Fiend storyline. I love this Roman Reigns Tribal Chief storyline. I'm loving Raw uh, with with Ray and Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. I'm loving like. I'm loving the biz right now, and they're finna fuck it all up with this draft. The draft is back. The draft is back October the 9th on Raw. I mean, on SmackDown, and then they continue it on Raw. To be completely honest with you, I'm kind of uh, happy to see Flesh Blood in the lineup, particularly in the Raw Women's Division and maybe in the SmackDown Women's Division. You know, like, it'd be all right if they got some Fresh Blood there. Because as we've said before, the Raw Women's Division is kind of shallow right now. So shallow that Zelito Vega wrestled Asuka at the pay-per-view. Asuka wrestled twice. Exactly. And it's kind of shallow. And this is the second time this year that she's had two matches on a major pay-per-view. Second time within a few months. SummerSlam. Yep. And, 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 and this. And it's only this. about a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, enough. Enough. Please. Come on, Vince, Trip. Please. That, that's enough. We're, we're, we're sick of it. Well, at least I am. <laughs> that's enough. I've been sick of it for a while. At, le- at, at the least. 
give her a threatening person to come after her. I really wanted to see Oscar and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, but you know Shayna's running around with the raw tag with the women's tag titles now. That's the whole point. And Shayna dominated the elimination chamber. Cause Shayna and Oscar would be a much better feud. Mm. It would be. Definitely. So let's get this shit going. But yeah. all, all in all, man, I loved this pay per view. It was a good one. It was a good one. And if anybody cares, uh on Impact, Rich Swan returned. He's going after Eric Young. Eric Young is the Impact champion. Uh, the X Division title is held by Rohit Raju. There's heavy, th- there's heavy uh, rumors going around that RVD is not in Impact Wrestling anymore. Well, he wrestled on Impact last week. Him versus Sammy Callahan. Right. And uh, if Sammy Callahan won, he got five minutes in the ring with Katie Forbes. Mm-hmm. He ended up power driving her at the end. Right. Um they have uh, Motor City Machine Guns with the tag titles. Right. Uh, the Good Brothers are running around pretty much bullying people. Right. Um, Impact's, it's, it's okay right now. And right. Uh, Ring of Honor, uh, they've got uh, the Pure Wrestling Tournament going on right, for the right. Pure title. Uh, Jay uh, Lethal, Advanced, uh Jonathan Grisham advanced, and um, Matt Seidel advanced. Okay. Uh, before we get off of here, uh, do you want to talk about the Brianna I really Taylor don't want to talk about the Breonna Taylor case, but we can. I but, really don't want to talk about it because it's so infuriating. But it is. It's news, though. And it's I feel so like infuriating. It, it's, it's up to, I feel like it's a topic we should talk about. It's so infuriating, dude. Like I'm 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 fed up with it too, but it's it's something we should talk about. It is so infuriating that right. so, not only did they not convict the cops that killed Breonna Taylor, but the walls got justice and she didn't. Basically, the cop that uh one of the cops is being uh, tried and, you know, convicted. And that's only because... Wonton endangerment. Exactly. He, he basically... It's basically because he shot up the walls it's and basically, hit somebody. He basically are, is getting charged for the bullets that missed her. Like... So, basically... And, and the, the most infuriating part about it is... The wanton endangerment is for the white neighbors next door, not the bullets that went upstairs in the black neighbor's apartment. That's infuri- That is so infuriating. I, I just don't know at this point, Art, because I I really thought that we would get justice. This I hope they move forward with a civil suit. I mean, that's all I can say. Um, even even with OJ, OJ might have. Uh, got acquitted in his murder trial, but he still lost the civil suit. I I really thought that we'd get justice this time. I did not see any way possible. I'm, used, I'm so used that to it. Could it. not happen this time, though. Like this case should have been open and shut. And like, that's it. So it it begs the question: What did the attorney general actually present to the courts? I, I don't know. Because it it's from what I what I've read. Brianna Taylor's name wasn't even mentioned in the affidavit. We, we got to do better than that. Who is we? I mean, the, the system, system. The system 
It's not built for us, period. It's not built for blacks. Well, it needs to be redone then. It's need a complete overhaul. There is no reform. You can't reform a system that's not built for certain people. Because this is horse shit. It really is. And that's and they knew it was bullshit. That's why they've been preparing Louisville for the worst for the past week. They knew it, man. They knew that this 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 uh that this you know case. case was going to have people up in arms and they did it anyway. They no. don't care. The most infuriating part about it is they'd rather watch a city burn. They'd rather watch cops and civilians go at each other's throats. Then to give justice to convict, where it's due. Then to convict a police officer. That's, I mean, it's beyond me. It's beyond me. They'd, rather, they'd rather spend millions of dollars paying the families, millions of dollars paying for property damage and destruction and Two cops got shot in Louisville, and they they just want this to keep going on. Man, I am legit afraid that we might be at another civil war here pretty soon. Like it's it, it it's just getting to that point. But see, my thing is, you cops, so called cops, y'all are human beings too. You guys know right from wrong when you see it. Y'all can stand up and say something, but the bad part is. The cops that do say something get fired. Exactly. They they get reprimanded. Like, we can't even... Personally, I can't even really get mad at the cops that don't say anything because, as I, as you said, they get, they get fired. They get reprimanded for this kind of shit, and it's not fair. I can definitely get mad because it's just... It's a job. It's not a life. I mean, it's their livelihood, though. It's what they do. It's a job. They don't even make... As much as a rapper or anything. I mean, <coughs> some of these cops get into this thing because they do want to fight for justice. But if you if you get into it to fight for justice and then you stay quiet when justice is to be fought for, then you're in this for you. You're not in this to do good. That's what the cops of old days used to say, that being a cop was a lifestyle, not a job. It's turned into a job where they're just abusing power. And the clips just keep coming. The people that are getting hurt, Daniel Pewter, who was a mentally ill guy, who they put a bag over his head and fucking nailed on him and watched him die and laughed over him. Another black unarmed man. The, the clips just keep coming. It's like they're they're profiting off of black trauma. And I'm not here for that. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just yeah. not here for it. Something's got to change. I don't know when the change is going to come because everybody acts like Emmett Till was 300 years ago or some shit. This was like 60 years ago. Yeah. Everybody knows somebody that's like 64. Yeah. Vince is older than that. I mean, and another crazy thing is that those two cases, Emmett Till and Breonna Taylor, those two cases happened to the day, like 60, 65 years apart. That's what I'm saying. So I think it's September 23rd, wasn't it? Something like that, but I'm just saying, that wasn't a long time ago. That's yeah. during someone's lifetime. Yeah. Like, 
I don't, if it hasn't changed in all this time, when's it going to happen? The only hope that I have is that now during like presidential elections and elections for governor and things like that, they're mentioning things that they would never say 20 years ago, 10 years ago. They can't ignore it anymore. Nobody's ever mentioned systematic racism. They've never mentioned racism at all. That's the thing. They can't ignore it anymore. Police reform. It's not getting swept under the rug anymore. It's out there. It's getting fought against. And that's a good thing. It can't be. It's not going to get ignored anymore. And the politicians know they can't ignore it. And the people damn sure aren't going to ignore it anymore. And it's. And people have to realize the presidential election doesn't mean as much as your local elections. Your governors, Those are the people your mayors, your attorney generals. Life. Yeah, those are the district attorneys. Those are the ones who you have to go out there and put the right people in place. Because if you got attorney generals like the ones in Kentucky, who's a black Republican that still didn't give a black woman justice. And now you guys want a black woman to come and save you. It's not it's, that's not OK. All we can say is that we encourage you to educate yourselves and to use your power to vote. Yeah. Vote for the people that you want. Vote for the change that you want to see. It. It's one of the things we can people, do right now. I'm tired of people telling us that. Honestly, I mean, what what are? I mean, you y'all been telling us this for years. If you want to see a change, go vote. If you're gonna keep putting the same devils in place, what's what's the use? I mean, don't try to fucking politicize our trauma because black people are traumatized right now. We're watching people like us get killed in front of a camera every day with no consequences. And people get off. And that that's pretty much the worst part of it all. That's like, what I'm saying. They're dude. not afraid when they do this kind of stuff because they know they're going to get off. They're getting paid leave to murder us. This, they know the system's got their back. That's why police officers do and what I'm, they do. I'm telling everybody, I'm telling everybody, make sure you practice your 2A rights, your 2A rights, your Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, get, get strapped up, and make sure that you are able to protect yourself, period. Because you never down. know what could happen. It's a pretty scary world we live in, Art. Exactly, and you can't even sleep in your own fucking bed. You can't sleep in your own bed. You can't go anywhere, really, pretty much, without having to look over your shoulder nowadays. So, what's gonna, like, will I come back? What's gonna happen to me when I go out there, et cetera, et cetera? Anyway, bro, I'm done being mad. Tell them where to reach you. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook, Matt Lindsay six seventy seven on Instagram, and I actually deleted Twitter. I don't have that anymore. Oh well, I I didn't. I'm Art Dog one on Instagram, Art Dog three on Twitter, Arthur Quinn on Facebook. You can hit us up at the Sons of Legends twenty one at gmail dot com. Talk to us, and um, we'll highlight you guys next week since Matt done infuriated me at the end of the show. Well, how's it my fault, Art? Okay, it's I not your fault. Nothing. It's the system. It's the system. Okay, I just don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll holler at you guys next week. So long.